Hi everyone, good morning. It's a beautiful morning here in Vancouver. Um, so this morning we have a conversation about karma. <laughs> a good way to start the day, right? Um, and I have a guest. Um, her name is Mary and she has a very interesting uh, Instagram page called Spiritual Sense. And she posted about karma recently and it picked my attention. I was like, we should talk about it and, you know, on Instagram live and uh, share what we think about karma and how we perceive it. Uh, looks like she just jumped on it here. So I'm gonna uh, wait for her request to join. But uh, karma is a very interesting topic. You know, a lot of people think that it's um you know kind of like a reward punishment reward system but you know it's not quite like that um after spiritual awakening you actually start understanding what karma is and how it impacts your um the way your life unfolds okay so mary is almost here let's see yeah, so that's why I thought that this topic would be of interest to a lot of people. Hi, Larry. Hi, how are you? I'm doing very well. How are you? Doing pretty good. Thank you. Excited doing to talk good. about this. <laughs> yeah, awesome. I was like, that's the best way to start the day to talk about karma. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, I'm in Vancouver right now. It's like 9 a.m. So a lot of people probably, you know, still at the beginning of the day, I was like, wow, this is an amazing topic. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. It's interesting. When you um, messaged me about it, I wrote about it a few months ago. I don't even, like, it came to me kind of through a dream. And then at the same time, when you messaged me, I'm like, this is meant to be because look at the book I was reading. I just read that book too. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. It's amazing. It's no, Sadhguru is, uh, is, you know. Yeah. It just came very... recently, and it's uh, by Sadhguru, uh, yeah. Yogi Guide to Crafting Your Destiny. It's amazing. I really love it. Yeah. I like how he describes how karma gets imprinted on, you know, on physical body, on mental body, and energy body. And then if we talk about other two layers that's left, that can be, you know, the bliss body. Uh, and, uh, you know, that is different level <laughs> so yeah. I, I like how he uh, tries to explain it but again it all comes from your own perception from your own experience within um and i definitely think that conversations about karma would be something that a lot of people would um you know listen in and then see if it's something that they would like but how about if we start from uh you could introduce yourself and sure. um, where are you located mary I am in Jacksonville, Florida. It's nice and um, really hot here right now. So um, I'm originally from Bosnia. So I immigrated here during the Civil War in the 90s. And I've been here more now than I have been in Bosnia. So it's, it's lovely. There's a huge community here from people all over the world. And I really like it. Very nice. I'm from Ukraine. So it's not that far from Bosnia. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like I, I felt like we have like similar kind of like Eastern Europeans are really like have a uh, cultures are really similar. So yeah. Yeah. 
definitely. Well, thank you so much for joining, Mary. And I think to begin our conversation, I love hearing um, more about your spiritual awakening journey, when you started feeling the shift in your consciousness and how it happened. If, if you could, and, and, you know, put it into a nice little summary, that would be great. I love hearing those. Stories. Sure. Thank you. Um, so my spiritual awakening started about, um, so seven years ago, I lost my mom who was like, so when we immigrated to us, it was just me and her. And she was really my mom and dad and everything to me. And, um, she was in a horrible, tragic accident and, um, died in a car accident crossing the street. And one of the worst things that happened is this was on the news. So, you know, going through something that's so tragic and crumbles your whole foundation, as hard as it is, but having everybody see it and know about it and immediately call you and you're just having all these emotions. And it's that led me to, you know, kind of, I just like, what is the purpose of being here? You know, when your one person that you love so much is gone. And so I started kind of going within and meditating. Mm -hmm. uh, that one year, the first year after I lost her, I read 30 books. I'm not kidding. And it was all about out-of-body experiences. I've, I've never been really religious. I wasn't brought a re religious, so I've always believed in the higher power but in my own sense i'd never like somebody telling me how to believe and how to think <laughs> right so stubborn and i read these books about reiki out-of-body experiences like i was saying and i needed medical proof that life goes on after so i read books from like medical doctors who explained out-of-body experiences so that their patients you know left and there were so many similar things that people go through after they pass on and then some of them come back because their their mission hasn't been completed so that intrigued me a lot and then only like about two years ago i was like there's so many spiritual accounts i just want to share my you know quotes inspirational things on spiritual sense and then you know when i started it i was just posting quotes yeah. and then evolved more because i i'm a creative person as it is i'm a designer for past my entire life, um, I've produced videos and graphics and websites. So I wanted to use it for, I wanted to use my skill for the good of humanity. So I started, you know, I created a spiritual sense and that name came to me also in kind of a clear audience dream. A lot of things that come to me, these words, um, come in a clear audience dream. It's, it's just, it's interesting for sure. <laughs> so that's how I started. And it's still evolving. You know, I talk my spiritual sense is very uh, broad and it's not limited to like one thing and that's one thing with me like i like to explore everything and i'm an explorer when it comes to spirituality um exploring different dimensions of you know first i started with tarot and reading the books and then i went into um reiki i got um I got certified as a Usui Reiki master and I just felt a shift in energy. But one thing I forgot to mention is meditation. It changed my life. It changed my life. I felt like I could go into a room and just bring peace to right. all kinds of situations. And it's been incredible. So you can't always feel like that. But I started with like 10 minutes a day 
And that's all I did. It's still hard to um, meditate sometimes because your mind's always like going all over the place. But what helps me a lot is also um, physical fitness. Um, I started from Tai Chi and Qigong. And I feel like movement meditation is really important in getting your, you, what, getting centered in your chi, you know, right. so Meditation, it's not only can be like you sitting and, and doing nothing. Um, <laughs> meditation is basically your state of mind, right? Like if you are reflecting on something, you, you can look at your thoughts as a witness, right? So sometimes when I drive a car, I have downloads happening, you know? <laughs> so it's not like you have to just do this. But for some people, um, they just have to do that because otherwise they, uh, their thoughts go on autopilot. They can't just, you know, step into that witness um, position and look at the thoughts as observer. So, um, you know, it's, it's nice to just stop all the inbound information uh, and not to activate your five senses and just sit. But it's not easy for everybody. <laughs> For yeah. sure, yeah. Awesome. And well, um, let's talk about karma <laughs> um, and karma clearing and how to change the ways we uh, respond. Um, you know, if you were to define karma, what would be your definition? Um, I would say it's, I, I used to have a wrong definition of it and it was like, be afraid of what you're doing or you're going to be punished, but it's not that. It's really the law of cause and effect. So for every action, there's a consequence. And um, like Sadhguru, that book, and somebody was just asking what the book was. The book is called Karma, a Yogi's Guide to Crafting Your Destiny, Sadhguru. It came like a month ago. It came out just like a month ago. Um, and I would say it's the law of cause and effect, but um, it's something that we carry within our energy our physicality and our mentality in a way that, so if something happened to you in the past, like let's say I had a you know, my tra traumatic accident that my mom died. Um, I felt like in the beginning that I actually never felt like there was a punishment, you know? Um, a lot of people would tell me she was a good woman. Why did she pass away, you know, the way that she did? But, um, you know, I felt like, um, her mission, she, I felt like her mission was completed here. And the, the way that you go is not the punishment because that is just a portal. That's what I've learned. I am not afraid of death. And I know that sounds weird to a lot of people. And my friends who know me see me that I live my life to the fullest. There's no, um, I really like try to get as many experiences in my life, traveling, talking and meeting with different people. It's opened up my eye a lot more um, in the way that, you know, approach things and be more gentle with people and kind and all that. But I never saw karma as a kind of punishment. I always had that inner sense that treat people good and good will come to you. But in the way that karma, that he describes the karma is, it's a, what I liked about it is that it's mental, um, emotional, I mean, mental, uh, physical and energetic so yeah. we carry our karma with us no matter what but with meditation the karma can sit and hover above you but it's not defining 
Um, I always saw my life, I forgive easily to people, but I might not give you five chances. I might just distance myself and I love you from the distance, but you know, there's only so much I can take. Um, I felt like also karma is the way that I treat people, not the way they treat me. You know, their karma is the way that they want to treat me and that's on them. I'm not going to return. If they treat me bad, I'm not, I try not to, you know, reciprocate and, and, and treat them exactly the same that way because then I will take on that karma and also there was always a question about karma when I was younger when um, I see death and war and children and women and men innocent men and dying in all these wars just like in Europe in Bosnia and yeah. in Croatia when people were being killed a lot of you know so there's no God and things like that but that is our collective karma. That's something that I just learned in this, in this awesome book is the, the sense of the collective karma. It is everybody's karma. So yeah. that's what I feel when I see suffering in the world, I can't ignore it. I have to like do something. I have to share. I have to tell people this is not right. Um, and I felt like, you know, some people felt like there's a like karma has an end date. You know, there's a karmic return. And I don't know if you're familiar with astrology. When you get your solar return um, in the 29, 30 years of age, you uh, shift your karma. You work out a lot of karma at that time. And then also it happens in kind of Uranus opposition Uranus around like the age of 40 something years old. Um, so I've started to experience like as I'm getting close to 40. So. I've started to experience some of that um, where, you know, it kind of questions, the questions come as, you know, am I doing the things I want to be doing? And it's kind of like realigning yourself with your higher self. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very good. Uh, yeah. I believe that a lot of people really think that it's a punishment and reward system, but uh, it's really not. It's like, um, yeah, it's a, it's a software that's playing out. Yeah. <laughs> Right. And also you mentioned about, um, yeah, I tried to do good. But again, uh, when you are in a state where, you know, you haven't experienced, you haven't gone through all the layers of all these memories that you compounded, it's really hard to really, um, you know, the understanding of good is still very narrow. So you might think that you're doing good, but it's not in, you know, in that pure meaning of doing good you know because it's about intention at the end of the day and some people run away from their own pain so how clear they can be with their own intention behind it because mind can be very tricky it can convince you that you are doing the best thing in the world you wouldn't even realize that it's actually you know those people who you know in in the belief of a religion or whatever they can kill millions of people or you know the war that there is no religious wars and stuff like that they truly believe that they are doing good, you know, that they're doing good, good stuff. So, uh, yeah, what you think is good might not really be good. But at the end of the day, it's about the underlying intention of the action. Okay. So let's talk. I know we scheduled it for 45 minutes. So just to make sure that we um, talk about all the important aspects, let's talk about karma clearing and yes. how to respond in a different way. So um, that, that's my favorite topic because um, the way that I see karma clearing is approaching every situation with a new mind. Think of a baby. 
um, drop the past cycles of, oh, this person treated me so bad. So when I meet somebody else who's similar to them, I'm going to treat them. Just, you know, I have to be careful. I can't, you know, I can't, I can't let my guard down. So karma clearing is, first it comes with awareness. Um, so I designed a piece yesterday with a merry-go-round. A merry-go-round is, you know, when you are in it, in an unconscious cycle, and that's what karma is, it's kind of unconscious. It's your unconscious, so you don't know what you're doing. But thank you, <laughs> My friend Noemi just joined. Um, so you don't see when you're in it, you're going in the cycles and cycles and cycles of this pain, and you don't know what to do, and you just feel so bad. Um, the way to get to the karma clearing first step is awareness stepping out and seeing oh wow i have been doing the cycle for years and i need to, i'm just sick and tired of being sick and tired so i decide to change and the first step is you know some kind of contemplation reflection meditation whatever it may be or prayer if you're religious and a daily ritual to get back to your sacred self and um realize that you are divine and you are never punished for anything that you did you are whole you are worthy and you are here for a reason so starts with self-love and awareness and then the hardest part the first step is choosing to respond differently so when you are approaching a situation where somebody's so hurt and then they may call you something bad or say something bad to you you kind of center yourself and realize that you were in their place before so if you approach the situation with unconditional love and the way that you respond you drop loads of karma from the past and the situations that you attract you will not attract those situations anymore you can attract some new one where your other karma software upgrade is required so to the next level you're going to be attracting a new situation because you just responded differently and you help that person calm down and um another reason another thing i like to say is when somebody says something to you and you really want to come back and say something negative just just let their words echo don't say anything just calm down breathe take a deep breath let their words echo in their own sense because once you see that everybody's people hurt people then you can choose and respond differently because we we want to attack because we feel that we're not worthy it comes from from that aspect but when you remember you are worthy and i promise you the more you meditate um or do some kind of contemplation journaling and just get back to your sacred self, the more you will love yourself. And then yeah. no matter what people try to crumble the foundation, you know, you're going to be fine because you know your divinity within, you know, it's not outside you, it's within you. Yeah, definitely. And, um, you know, this is not an overnight process. Karma clearing is not an overnight process. And uh, it's... Um, uh, shouldn't be um, expected that if as soon as I, I respond this time in a different way, it's going to change my life right away. You know, it's a, yeah, it's no. a process. Um, so if we talk about karma and the software that plays out, you, men you mentioned that uh, there are layers of karma uh, and um, there is karma, like for example, people who are uh, in a spiritual community and had the spiritual awakening, we have a different type of karma because... <laughs> You know, now we feel like we need to share this message with others, right? So let's yeah. talk about karma of a spiritual uh, person who is trying to deliver the message. 
to humanity? Yes. So a person who is awakened and it's he's he or she is trying to deliver the message to the humanity. Um, I feel like with the karma of people like um, us that are spiritual, sometimes it can feel an isolated uh, community because especially now with the COVID, we don't travel as much. So um, we are all in our own world. I think it's really important not to see your life as just like one dimensional. Like I'm spiritual, therefore I can't do this, I can't do that. You are a whole person and you're here for a human experience. So um, you're here to experience life fully. So be careful with how you can spiritually bypass your own desires and your own self and suppress your needs and emotions um, because you think you're spiritual. You, you, I'm not supposed to be, you know, going out and, and having a party with my friends. You can still do things, just do it consciously and with full awareness, you know. So it's, it's a balance. I think for spiritual people also, they need to watch out and not try to tell other people how to be, you know, more awakened. If people aren't conscious, you know, and that was my thing. Like, oh, man, that person, I can help them so much, but how can you help somebody when they're not ready for change? It's the, it's the, the behavioral theory um, that person is not going to change until they are ready. So they have to come to you. Meanwhile, all you have to do is provide support and love and care. And know that with your own presence in a mass situation and in a public or wherever you might be, with your own self, your higher vibration will attract people naturally to you. This happens to me all the time. It's so weird. I go to Target and there's a guy coming to me um, telling me about like his whole life story and this huge spiritual story. And I'm just like left with my jaw open like, what? Like, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, because after spiritual awakening, when you start, you know, um, when your consciousness shifted, right, your antenna or energetic signature, uh, it also changes. And based on that, you know, you are attracting different people and different situations to your life. Um, people who perceive life just on the level of a mind, it might sound like they might be skeptical about it. It's like, this is not, because <laughs> this how does it work? I don't understand. But it's, it's really how it happens. You know, you just change your um, energetic um, um, signature because each of us is so unique. That's why we are all so different. We are all so unique. Uh, each of us carries our own energetic signature. And if we clear up all, like the chakra system and we become a channel of the higher energy of um, infinite energy you know that attracts people who need that type of energy who need to interact with you and sometimes in a conversation it can be just a random conversation about the weather but behind every word you say there is a fragrance of the energy you carry within so i find that sometimes you don't even need to talk spirituality to people it's all about just bring them into a better state of being you know crack a joke or you know just uh Put that, uh, I don't know, the, the plant a seed and uh, maybe down the road it will be something that's going to blossom into a beautiful flower. So, Definitely, definitely. That's so important. Yeah. Um, and karma, it's not only in humans. I, like, karma is everywhere. Even the way the, the flower is blossoming, that's flower's karma, you know? The yeah. tree, the animals, everybody is just, uh, it's all karma playing out itself basically in physical world right 
So, uh, Mary, in terms of um, the daily practices that you do today, um, you know, what, what works best for you? Can you repeat that question? It, it froze a little bit for me. Sorry. No worries. Yeah, I was saying that, um, you know, in terms of daily practices that you do today, spiritual daily practices, what works best for you? So um, this is one thing about really, really, really um, love routines. So I have to watch out for myself. So sometimes when you get too much into a routine, you can, you can get into a momentum and then you're not growing anymore. So I like to change my routine. So even with exercise, I've started with um, MMA, uh, mixed martial arts. With, um, the, what I did kickboxing, then I did body combat. Um, so I, my spiritual practice has to do a lot with changing it a bit. But in the morning, what I do is after I'm, you know, I had coffee and settle everything, wash my face and all that, um, the basic things, I will meditate um, for about 10 minutes and I will pull three cards um, and I change up. I have a lot of tarot decks and oracle decks. That was my first love. Um, it helped me develop my spiritual senses um, the, because I didn't believe that I had that just like everybody else. I still have doubts, so it's not perfect. So I'll pull three cards just to kind of set the tone for the day. And then I will journal the thoughts of the cards that I think within me besides just reading the book. And then if you do remember, sometimes I have crazy little dreams where they're like, I don't know, this is so weird. Like, I can't even explain. Like, sometimes I feel like I'm getting a divine message from some kind of ascended master. And I'm like, I don't know if this is like, am I somebody up there i don't know i, I really don't know but um i will write down my dream messages and when i write down my dream messages along with the tarot cards that i pull i will notice there's some synchronicities and then also i get messages throughout the day where oh wow i can't believe i just pulled this animal and this is what it means and now i see these numbers associated with the same energy um so and then you know once i got into that then i'm kind of switched around. I don't pull the cards always. I only pull it if I feel like I have a question in mind. And then um, sometimes I'll uh, do a qigong in the morning, uh, which is really slow meditative movement and make up my own movement as well. And I feel like a lot of times with the Vietnam, with retrograde, Saturday retrograde, it's hard to really sleep for me at least. Um, have a lot of energy. And even though I work out at least hour and day, I still have a lot of energy, so I can't meditate then at that time because I just like keep thinking about ideas. I'm like, I don't want any more ideas. I got enough ideas. So that's when I'm going to do Qigong or Tai Chi and some kind of like really slow movement in the morning to kind of get centered. Something that's really important for all the people that are um, familiar with human design, non-emotional, so empaths. So if you're an empath, you uh, take on the energy, emotional energy from other people but you kind of suppress and don't even know what your own emotions are. You're not in tune with it. Journaling helped me a lot with working out different emotions. You know, something if something happens and you're kind of feeling really stressed out, you're not sure what to do, I would write it down in the journal. Let all the emotions and thoughts pour out. And then my friend Noemi introduced me to EFT. I'll do EFT when there's strong emotions that I really can't get over because we like to ruminate a lot on things. And EFT helps a lot with that, getting the, the emotional and taking that off of you. So, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. 
Very good. Uh, in terms of uh, family and people around you, um, you know, how does your spirituality impact your relationships with people around you? That's a good question. So when I started meditating, you know, a few years ago when I lost my mom, um, I have noticed that, you know, people kind of, I think people saw that I have changed in some way, but in many ways I have not. It's just that it became more like, you know, uh, research oriented, research it, reading different books and things like that. And um, they noticed that I got more into the spiritual um, niche, you know, with the tarot cards and human design. Astrology I've always loved, but then um, human design is something that I really enjoyed because of the energetics of the nine centers versus the seven um, right. centers. And then also I noticed that when I, I did not, I never pushed people to meditate, but I noticed, you know, people will come to me like, I'm struggling to meditate. You know, how do I do this and that? And then my husband started meditating as well because he has a stressful job at his work. So um, I know I never tell people what to do. I just noticed that, oh, wow, look, they started doing this. And I'm like, I hope that I had some kind of impact or trigger in that. So, yeah. Okay. That's, that's good. Thank you for sharing that. So, um, like, why ask about family and community? And then slowly we can also um, progress into collective karma. <laughs> so, <laughs> what would you be able to share regarding your perception on collective karma and, uh, uh, you know, our role in it? That's a good question. So, I wouldn't even think about the collective karma until, you know, reading this book. But I feel in a sense that we all, besides the collective karma of our, you know, generation, our ancestors, you know, when we break the generational cycles within ourselves, then we can stop it from going on into our own kids. You know, I have a daughter and I'm hoping, that, you know, I'm not repeating cycles of my past, you know, family and, and ancestry so I can um, break that cycle. But then the collective karma um, I feel like there's also collective karma within the spiritual community because you have to see that um, sometimes it seems like this community can get a little bit too pushy. So I think we need to just step back a lot of times and let people live their lives the way that they want to. So um, I don't see myself as any kind of spiritual guru. I never will. I'm just here to you know, enjoy life and, and, and live consciously. So mm -hmm. when, when you, when you do live consciously and the way to get rid of the karma and speak the process is do everything from center of unconditional love and doing things without expectations. You know, like you were saying in the beginning, somebody, you know, I don't like when I see somebody donating money to a homeless person, but here they are selfies and pictures. I mean, Come on, like you're just trying to, you know, show how awesome you are at giving, you know. So we do things sometimes, when, you know, we want admiration and things, but I think we need to be conscious more about um, how we do and what we do. And also it is important to get back to our community, uh, wherever we, we may be from or the one that we live in. You know, there's a collective karma where I'm living here now, I guess, you know, with the way I guess people carry themselves in the South. 
um, or there's collective karma within the pe people, you know, from my country in the Bosnia or, you know, Eastern Europe as general, or Europe as general. So, yeah, I, yeah, we just have to be aware of it because we can get into the, um, like, where I come from, like, I mean, we are just jokesters. I'm honest, like, we just joke a lot and say a lot of things, but I think some of those things can be really hurtful to people. So we just have to be aware of it. Right. Uh, you mentioned a really good point about, um, you know, interaction between parents and kids. Uh, because, um, you know, a lot of parents just trying to raise a copy of themselves, right? Um, and it's just so important to be mindful. I mean, I don't have kids, right? Um, so uh, sometimes, you know, when I talk about raising kids and stuff, they're like, do you don't have kids? What? You have no idea. <laughs> so... Do you have kids, Mary? Yes, I have one daughter. She's 12. Beautiful. So um, would you be able to share how to be mindful of your own karma uh, when you interact with your kids? Yes. So something that I felt like with my own upbringing, um, I was, you know, uh, I don't want to say criticize a lot, but kind of like the little nitpicking and nagging. So I try to catch myself before I do that and respond really more consciously because I don't want to, I don't want her to, you know, you know, have the issues that I did, but then again, everything happens for a reason. So sometimes the things, no matter what you do, these things are passed on, I believe through our genes. So even before she was, you know, she could really get any of my karma onto her. I noticed that, oh my gosh, she's shy, just like I was. And I'm like, I'm trying to put her in all these situations so she's not shy like I was. Not that I see shyness as a bad thing. It's just, shyness is a way to kind of push your own self out into the world. So everything is a gift if you see it. You know, every single obstacle can become a gift to yourself. You're, you're shy because you're empathetic, you know, and you're bringing a thought of life that somebody else doesn't offer. So the way that I'm trying to at least upbring her is not to push what I believe into her. Um, I ask her, you know, if, for example, like if you want to exercise, like what do you want to do? If you, like, if you want to go for a walk, you do that. You know, push her to do yoga with me or anything else. But the, what I want, one number one thing that I do is I want to be an example for her. So when she grows up, she's going to ask me, she's going to see all the things that I'm doing. I'm like, I'm going to do that. Can you teach me how to do that? And funny, she's an um, art artist too. Like she's drawing and she's building video games and all these things. I'm like, I never planned for that to happen. It's just her natural abilities. <laughs> it's crazy. Like all their things through us to our kids. Um, so I feel like with our kids, um, whoever out there, if you're worried about how you can raise your child, just know you are their guide. You can guide them to the best of your abilities, but in the end, they are the ones that are going to make the choices for themselves. So you have to show them, you know, what kind of choices you know, have the consequences and what things A, A to B and, and compare and show them the way and hopefully they will choose the right thing. So. Yeah, yeah. And I also think it's, um, it's important to hear to their wisdom because they have, <laughs> you know, 
not as contaminated mind as sometimes adults do and you know it's um amazing when we have that opportunity and perception of life where we're not there to teach them something but we are there to guide them when they are open for our guidance uh to help them when they are open for our help uh but at the same time like you said still let them uh you know do what they are passionate about let them experience good and bad if they choose to do so because it's um their soul's journey and we shouldn't think that we are in a position to change them and uh, you know make them a copy of us and that's why uh, labels are, can be so hurtful we the mind like to put everything in a label this is good this is bad or if you do this you're going to turn out this way so i'm going to make sure that stop you and do all this try to get 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 away from the labeling of things and know that it's their journey they're going through it and if you label things it won't put that in the mind that what they're doing is um wrong and it's going to create the feelings of shame gift as they get older so yeah yeah very good well thank you so much mary for sharing all this um at the end of conversation i thought um maybe to ask you to tell people if you have anything coming up for spiritual sense um what you do with spirituality today um and you know how they can find you and connect with you <laughs> Sure. Well, thank you so much. I don't have any events coming up. I did just um publish a free ebook about energy clearing on my website. So to get that, um just go to thespiritualsense.com and um fill out the information, just put your email address and you can download that free ebook. And the ebook is called um Energy Clearing um practical practical guide to clear old energy and align with your higher self and it's interesting because uh, a lot of the things that i talk about the energy clearing has to do with karma clearing as well so it kind of is part of that um and i talk in there about how you can clear energy mentally um physically with movement and um um energetically as well so when you you know really you carry yourself if you have something in your mind or physicality or energetic you can't really lie people will see that so it's just these little rituals you can do and i would just say you know get that book and then um let me know if there's any other content you'd like to see because my mind is a computer endless information of spiritual stuff from all over so i need sometimes to be like reined in and like tell me what you like so i'm not just posting this for myself <laughs> for sure awesome Thank you so much Mira. I really appreciate all the insights and sharing uh your story as well. Um we will keep in touch and if uh the followers had any questions, you know, you you guys could just comment below and we will respond that way. Um yeah. Thank you Mary and uh have a wonderful day. <laughs> so much. I really appreciate you for um asking me to do this. I really truly enjoyed it and I hope you have a great and wonderful day and weekend. Thank you. Thank you Mary. Okay. Bye-bye. 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 <laughs>